You're listening to the New Artist Workshop. Let us go talk to the professor. McAvoy or Stewart, these timelines are so confusing. I'm touching myself tonight. Back to your favorite podcast. Now that's what I call a franchise. I'm Peter Mancuso. And I'm Viviana Metzger. And this is the show where Peter and I pick a film franchise and go through every single installment. The good, the bad, and the ugly. Like Deadpool in this movie, am I right? Am I right? And to be clear, (laughs) we are defining a franchise as a series of films with at least four entries. So, Viviana, we're doing the X-Men franchise. What are we talking about today? Yeah, so today we are talking about the 2016 film Deadpool. And this is your one and only spoiler warning. Uh, So if you haven't watched the movie, do that before listening to this episode. I would like to point out this is the first of this franchise that does not have the X-Men subtitle. Or or rather, not the subtitle, but like X-Men in the name anywhere. Yeah, yeah. It's it's like X-Men adjacent. Yeah. Like it's really more like a spinoff than anything. (laughs) Um, Okay, so this is the letterbox blurb. Um, to give you a little sense of what the movie's about. Deadpool tells the origin story of former Special Forces operative turned mercenary Wade Wilson, who after being subjected to a rogue experiment that leaves him with an accelerated, excuse me, with accelerated healing powers, adopts the alter ego Deadpool. Armed with his new abilities and a dark, twisted sense of humor, Deadpool hunts down the man who nearly destroyed his life. That is a very long letterbox blurb. I, I feel like they'll use like a sentence long. This was like... I, I like how his... His powers are accelerated healing powers. It's literally the same thing as Wolverine. Well, in the comics, <laughs> I believe I believe in the comics something similar happens. Like, that's how Deadpool gets created in the comics. Yeah. But it's explicitly that he's injected with Wolverine's blood. Uh, but then um, where does he get his fighting powers from? He was just a, a cool assassin dude anyway he's from before. He's He's just awesome. He was in Special <laughs> Force. He was just awesome. Okay. Um, so some basic info about the, about the movie. Um, it was directed by Tim Miller, um, and this was his first movie, believe it or not. What? Um, go, yeah, it's kind of weird. Go Tim. Go Tim. He was actually like a visual, a VFX guy. What? Yeah, he wasn't, but, well, we'll, we'll get that. I'll talk How a little bit more about it. How do you make that change? That's I, cool. well, 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 you'll see, you'll see. Um, <laughs> it was written by Rhett Reese and Paul Wernick. Um, they had both written before this. Their main claim to fame was Zombieland. Okay. With Jesse Eisenberg, Woody Harrelson, Emma Stone. He's a vegan. Who? Woody Harrelson. I didn't know that. Yeah. It was distributed by <laughs> 20th Century Fox per usual. Um, it was released in February 2016. And it was made for a budget of $58 million. Okay. And grossed Seven hundred eighty-three million dollars. Whoa, this buddy! Is, this is both um, the highest-grossing X-Men film in the franchise to up to this point, Jeez. and the like highest percent return yeah, yeah. of the whole franchise, both before and after this, because it was because it wasn't made for a lot of money. You uh-huh. know what I mean? Like for just for a reference, Days of Future Past made seven hundred and forty-six. Um, million dollars, but that was made for two ten, mm-hmm. so it made less than this movie, but was made for like quadruple the amount. 
Yeah. So like the percent return is huge. It's like it's like twelve hundred and fifty, uh, twelve hundred and fifty percent. Nice return, right? Um, so very very successful. Um, so Viviana, you have never seen this movie, right? Yeah, I literally have never seen this movie. Um, I don't. I think because like, you know, it's not a main like person superhero person um i didn't really know much about it um i do know the you know my first introduction was in origins Mm -hmm. wolverine origins um so yeah i was not really knowing what to expect i knew it was what did you heard what what had you heard about it i heard that it was because it was pretty big when it came out so i'm sure yeah you were in high school right in 2016 Uh, yeah yeah um so I basically heard like it wasn't like other superhero films like it's funny and like it's like raunchy um and yeah that's pretty much all I had oh and violent I guess um a lot more than like any other superhero ever made um and I was like okay that could be cool um but I guess my thing was that like I don't really see Ryan Reynolds as like a like like a leading comedic man like <laughs> I too think Ryan Reynolds in general is like a little overrated <laughs> because like like I I think he's a good actor whatever he's fine like and I like so for example I like him in The Proposal right but he's not like the main character like you know, I would say Sandra Bullock is the main character of that movie. Um, so you so, think he should stay a bridesmaid, never a bride? Yeah. I mean, like, sad to say, but, like, I don't know. I mean, we'll get more into it. How do you think he does in this movie? Uh. Eh? Okay. <laughs> let's, let's, um, I had seen this only once before. I saw it, like, right when it came out. Um, yeah, what did you think? At the time... There was like so much hype and praise for this movie. Yeah. I think if you would ask me coming out of the theater, I would have been like, oh, that was really, it was great. Yeah. Kind of swept up in like. Yeah, kind of like, like swept the... up in it. Um, But I think even then I kind of was like, yeah, it's like, okay. Yeah. Um, And watching it again, I'm kind of like, yeah, it's okay. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Which like, I don't know. Like it, I definitely see. I can I have see... a lot less notes than I have for any other, even for like the worst <laughs> movies. I have less notes for this. Just, I don't think there's like a lot to. There, I can see why people really like it, and I see a lot of good elements that just did not land well. Mm-hmm. At least for me, like I don't know. It's here's the thing, and like we'll definitely get into more detail. But I'm okay, kind of talking more generally upfront right now because I don't have as many like specific yeah. notes. I think the thing with this movie is, as we know from previous episodes of this podcast, but anyone who knows me, like, I really am not a huge fan. It's not something I hate, but I'm not a huge fan of lampshading, right? (laughs) I don't think that, like, I think this movie does a lot of lampshading. Yeah. Where, like, it, not only does it lampshade, but then tries to, like, here's what really bothers me about a lot of movies, because this movie absolutely captures Explain it, just in case. Oh, so I... Okay, I, I've explained this in past episodes, but I, I may as well explain it again. Lampshading is basically a narrative device when the writer acknowledges the 
like either stupidity or silliness or like poor writing within the world of the story. <laughs> so it's like the characters will acknowledge that something is stupid. Yeah. So like if a villain has a really poorly thought out plan... Because, like, you as the writer couldn't come up with something better. And then, the writer will be like, really? That's your plan? That's a really stupid plan. Yeah, like the like the superhero or whatever will, like, captured. They'll be like, well, why don't you just do that? And the, the villain's like, oh. Yeah, it's uh... like, it, I'm not a huge, <laughs> I'm not a huge fan. I've seen it work, but, like, I think that this movie, um, like, not even just the lampshading element, but this movie kind of encapsulates like a new era of of um filmmaking which yeah. has become like very meta like every movie needs <laughs> yes. to be like a recontextualization meta commentary on itself yeah. and obviously deadpool is a very specific case because deadpool was always meta yeah right but like in the comics it, yeah in the okay. comic deadpool's whole thing is like breaking the fourth wall okay that, that's like his whole thing yeah. and and like the cursing and the violence like yeah um, and and to that end, the movie I think does like at least captures the spirit. Yeah. But for me, this movie kind of feels like it's subversive, mm -hmm. and like I think this is the era of movies being really subversive or trying to be really subversive. Like mm -hmm. only a year or so later does the Last Jedi come out, which mm -hmm. obviously causes like a big controversy, which I won't get into now. And the CGI and stuff. No, just like the subversive elements with the plot, like oh, yeah. with Luke Skywalker, like all all this stuff. Yeah. Some of it I think valid, some of it I think very overblown. But my point being that this is like a like this is emblematic, I think, of a lot of filmmaking happening. Yeah. In like big Hollywood blockbusters, like blockbusters had become stale. So in order to be well, instead of like, because for me, I'm kind of going on a tangent here. <laughs> for me, I am much more interested in taking genres, conventions, tropes, whatever it is um, that have become stale and find what made them interesting in the first place and deepen them. Yeah. But oftentimes what people just try to do is just deconstruct them and be like, see, you're here's what this movie's problem is. It's, it's <laughs> okay. a problem I have with something like, I know, here's why I'm summing it all up. It wants to make fun of these kinds of movies while also being one like, <laughs> utilizing in non-ironic ways tropes of those movies. Yeah. So like an example is like there's so, there are whole swaths of this movie that don't feel meta. It just feels like a generic yeah. uh, superhero action movie. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like it, it, I would respect this more if it was like from like, if it was wall to wall meta contextual but but it wants to have its cake and eat it, it too it, it wants to make fun of the thing but then be the thing at yeah the same time. it was a roller coaster kind of going in and out um like i guess like tone wise um sometimes very irreverent but sometimes like kind of more serious like yeah, i don't want like, any heart in a what? deadpool movie i want to just be <laughs> and maybe that's me being sitting i'm i'm not someone who just wants like no, like it, I it, love heart movies. Like I'm, no, you know, I like cheesy, gooey movies. Yeah, it's like it's like everything you would have want, like everything you w want in a superhero antihero movie. But I think just like it, just like tries too hard, and like I don't know, just like it mm. just. <laughs> I don't know. It just did not land well with me. I think I think that's a good way to capture it. Is like the film kind of feels like it's trying like 
a little too hard. And again, I'm yeah. I, I don't know if you guys know this. I don't read comic books, but <laughs> I would imagine like Deadpool became so endearing. That's a running gag. It is, is a running gag. <laughs> um, it, I imagine the like the reason why he became so endearing to people, like the comic book character, sure, because of like. I imagine, like, there have been really strong writers behind the Deadpool comics over the years okay. that make it seem effortless. Uh-huh. Um, and I'm sure there have been emotionally weighted stories. Mm-hmm. But this movie, like, feel, I think you capture, I think you hit the nail on the head. Or, as you said one time when you couldn't remember what the phrase was, hit the head of the dolphin. <laughs> I have no idea where you got that from. Don't tell people that. <laughs> um, it, it tries a little too hard. Like, it doesn't feel effort. Some, sometimes it feels effortless. Yeah. But, and I will say, though, and we should do this. We should have done this, actually, after watching this, but before recording this. What? Um, the marketing campaign uh. for this movie was better than the movie. Yeah. They, the trailers, <laughs> he would do, like, little things, like, he would do, like, little commercial trailers that were shot just for its own sake. Like, him just, like, talking into the camera, like, yeah. with gags. Like, yeah. Those uh, were better written, better edited. Side, yeah, like, like better. Funny. They were, though, those were, be- and it, it was um, really, I remember at the time it being considered like one of like, the best marketing campaigns for a movie like ever. Yeah, I mean, um, I, it, it looked Because that feels more effortless. You know? Like, I feel like Deadpool, yeah. like, scenes from this movie yeah. are, are great. Yeah. But it's, like, as a whole, it's, like, eh, it's okay. Yeah, see, like, that's my problem with it is that, like... Let's 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 put a pin in this, like, a, a wrap. Let's okay. finish, what you, no, finish what you want to say, because we're definitely going to talk more about it. But I don't want to just front load all this with well, our... Well, yeah, there are definitely, like, a lot of good parts and a lot of good elements. Um, but all together, just something something is off, you know? And it, it's hard for me to kind of sniff out precisely what it is. But something isn't I think, right here. I think I know, and I'm gonna say it, and I and I won't elaborate on it until later. <laughs> um, story structure. I think it lacks no because I think and Jim Carrey. I feel like Jim Carrey. Uh, what? <laughs> whoa, whoa! Time okay, out. What okay, do you mean? okay. I just mean like I as Deadpool. <laughs> Is he? You want him to be like the mask? No, I just I'm just saying like I I think he. <laughs> shut up. I feel like he really. Well, he he's well executor of doing like a, a funny kind of raunchy, like bombastic character, but also having an emotional arc in the story. Like Ace Ventura, sure, <laughs> pet detective. I ne- I never seen that. No, but it's, sure. it's it's not doesn't really have a emotional. But uh, anyway, <clears throat> the story of how this film got made is almost more interesting. Than, I would say is more interesting than the movie. Um, so plans for a Deadpool movie can be traced back to two thousand and four. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is kind of a long time coming. Yeah. Um, David S. Goyer and Ryan Reynolds were working on a Deadpool film at New Line Cinema. They had previously worked together on the third Blade film. Um, Goyer like directed that film. I think he also wrote that okay. film. Yeah. Goyer would go on to help write like the Dark Knight trilogy, like Batman Begins, nice. um, as well as some of the early DC extended universe. Oh, what is that? Um. <laughs> Sorry about that, guys. Uh, someone rang our doorbell. Um, Goyer would go on to direct, um, excuse me, write things like um, the DC Extended Universe with things like Man of Steel and Batman v Superman, colon, Dawn of Justice, um, which we will get to at one point, as well as many Call of Duty games. Oh. Um, 
But anyway, so back in 2004, you know, they were kind of working together to kind of get a Deadpool movie off the ground. But because of rights issues with Fox, the film never happened. Okay. Um, at least back then with, with Goyer. Um, Reynolds gets cast as Deadpool for X-Men Origins Wolverine for a cameo, but his role gets expanded during production. Um, with the success of that movie, Fox officially begins development of Deadpool with Reynolds in the role. It was going to kind of be a spinoff, like still kind of like be an offshoot of that movie, mm-hmm. but then kind of morphed into its own thing. Um, so this is how Tim Miller gets involved, the the director. Yeah. Um, so he had worked on VFX for previous X-Men films and had directed some well-received animated shorts. Okay. Um, and the trailer... For DC Universe Online, which is like a DC, like, I think, like, a, yeah, like, a fo- like I think it's like a phone game like or a, like, like World of Wizards, like a, you're thinking World of Warcraft World and no, it's not, it's not a massive MMO, like, like a- <laughs> well, hold on, DC, DC Universe Online is an online game, um, it's a free to play action combat, oh, it is an MMO, I take that back, it is an MMO, Boom. um, um, not that you know what that even stands for, nope. Um, but I know one when I see one. <laughs> it's like pornography. Um, so he directed these like these things, and I guess like they were impressed with the direction of these things. Yeah. So they brought him on to direct the film. Um, and this is like in like 2010, right? Because this is shortly okay. after X Men Origins Wolverine comes out. Yeah, yeah. Then Green Lantern comes out, <laughs> okay. um, which I have never seen. Um, it is, it, it was a huge critical and commercial bomb. Yeah. Huge, I, huge, I huge. believe I have seen parts of it and was not impressed enough to watch the rest. Watch the rest of it. <laughs> of course, Ryan Reynolds playing the titular Green Lantern. So this yeah. whole thing kind of taints the Deadpool project. Okay. Um, in addition to that, Fox also gets cold feet about the R rating. Yeah. Um, because like, For they're sure. not sure how you could even do a Deadpool movie. Not R-rated. So, basically, Fox... Because they were like, we're not even going to try to do it as a PG-13 movie. So, it's either you guys figure out how to make this work as an R-rated movie, or or we're not doing it. Um, So, Fox gave Miller a couple, you know, as you do, a couple hundreds of thousands of dollars (laughs) to produce like a um, a, a CGI test footage. Okay. With Ryan Reynolds um, providing the voice of Deadpool. Mm -hmm. Which would eventually kind of... um, like it, it kind of was like the opening scene, like with the car. Fight oh, okay, scene. yeah, yeah. Um, but like a CGI test version. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Fox did not greenlight the film based off of this test footage. <laughs> um, so a few years go by. You know, Fox, they still have the rights to this character, obviously, because he's still like I guess X Men adjacent. He's under the umbrella. Yeah, yeah. Um, and after the success of the Avengers, they try to see if they if they could incorporate Deadpool in some kind of team up film, but that never gets off the ground. <laughs> Um, not not in the MCU, but just like with their own like characters, like yeah. either in an X Men film or like with other unused X Men adjacent characters. Yes, yes, an assembly movie. Um, then the test footage uh, gets leaked online Ooh. in 2014, and everyone loves it. <laughs> everyone loves it. <laughs> um, and almost immediately after, like like two months later, the film gets greenlit. Um, <laughs> okay. And without most most people agree, including Reynolds, Miller, the writers, most agree that without the league, the film would never have happened. No, yeah. Um, and in fact, Reynolds, Miller, and the writers had discussed leaking the footage in the past. Who and did it? Who was the rat? 
We gotta and know. Reynolds assumed that Miller had done it, but but it turned. But they don't know who. But then that ended up not being the case. And that they, that honestly amazes me when things like that happen because like these these distribution companies and like production companies are so huge and like they're so top like not top secret but like pretty secret you know be- and then they just people and like, and like it's very easy like it, the, the, it's the, like, Reynolds Reynolds it's thinks like, it was probably just someone at Fox who like <laughs> believed in the film wanted it to happen yeah, it's it's like in in Snowden when he like puts it into a like into a flash drive. well that's like a little more uh, well, he's secure putting, he's putting the information into a flash drive basically so well uh, my my theory is like I said Taking it was it someone home, who uploading it to YouTube <laughs> my my theory is you know it's not like someone unaffiliated snuck into Fox and stole it and leaked it. That's it was probably someone at, no, I'm saying it was probably someone at Fox who had access to it. Like it would not be hard for them. Probably someone who believed in the film, wanted it to happen. Um, okay. you know, because, Fo- because as we know, film executives are notoriously, um, short sighted is the wrong word. Yeah, um, like morons. I don't know how, <laughs> like, Okay, who was a PA during that time? Who, nah, who, who did who, it? Who really loves Deadpool? It's okay. It's it's 2022. You can come out yeah. now. <laughs> and again, I'm sure, like, I, I don't think I've actually watched the test footage. I think I've seen, like, screenshots here and there. Okay. Um, But I can, I can imagine the response being strong for it because it's a shorter little burst. Yes. Like, you know yes. what I mean? Um, As opposed to this where it's like you have to actually craft a narrative. Yeah. And there really isn't a narrative. Like I wouldn't even say it's a bad narrative. It's just it's just there's really not a story here. When we finished, I was like, literally, this everything could have been avoided. <laughs> like this could have not happened. Like with one simple decision. <laughs> yeah, well, that's something I talk about in my in my notes here. But um, and one last thing I want to say is, though I will say this is a. a great example of like like a great championing of like creative freedom you know because like a lot of this was not like the studio like this a lot of this was reynolds miller the writers like really like pushing it to the limit and you know in exchange for more creative freedom they had to work with a much smaller budget you know Mm -hmm. what i mean um very like 58 uh, million is is low for you know like a Fox for a big superhero movie, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or it wasn't big, but you know what I mean? Like Yeah, something something along those lines. Honestly, you know, like with the death of the mid budget film, it's like it's very it's surprising that it was made for so little. You yeah. know what I mean? Um so let's let's get into it. So right. let's start let's start at the beginning. Mm. A, a great place to start. Um so we start off the film, I think on a pretty strong note, um, with the opening title sequence. Yes. Which was which was pretty funny. That that um, was pretty funny, yeah. See, a lot of this is just like, eh, it was pretty funny. Yeah, I mean, it, it got me kind of like into it. You know, I was like, okay, it's like this kind of movie. Gonna... It sets it up right away. Like, here's the movie you're going to watch. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think this may be my trivia. I don't know if I wrote it down, but I think I read somewhere that the, those were just placeholders originally, <laughs> but then they thought it was really funny, so they just like left it in. Oh. Um, the creativity that went into this project. <laughs> yeah, I mean... Through the roof. Well, that's what I say is that, like, even though I'm not a huge fan of it, I can at least appreciate that it was 
someone's vision. I want to say yeah. the director's vision because that's something else I want to say. Like it's, I don't think it's super well directed. Like I think it shows that he's never directed a like a live action film before. Maybe, yeah. I or mean, if he has, maybe they've only been short. He definitely sneaks a lot of VFX into there, though. Well, I would say uh, the best parts are all the VFX shots, yeah, like yeah. all the like the v, like the action sequences. Yeah. Also, I would like to preface our conversation by saying, if you really, really like the film. That's awesome. Um, don't hate us, but <laughs> but um, it it does not land well with everyone. So, yeah. You know what? I disagree. If you if you don't if you love this and, and you're mad at us, I want you to send the most hateful letter you can, oh. and then I will send one even more hateful back to you. Oh. <laughs> um. But yeah, right off the bat, <laughs> we're taking Reddit into the real world. We're gonna have some mm-hmm. some classic hard evidence of of this troll war. Yeah. Um no, I don't think we're going to be popular enough to have hate. <laughs> I think I think only like two people are listening to this right. I just think like if you like this <laughs> I think like if you really if you really like this podcast like and we're totally shitting on your favorite movie like I'm I'm sorry. I'm not. That that's it. That's all I had to say. I'm I'm not. It's a movie get over it. It's like I don't know if it makes me like and this is coming from someone movies are my life. Are my life. <laughs> movies are my life. Movies are my life. So like if hearing someone talk about a movie that you love in um and talk about how they don't like it that much. I wouldn't say no, I don't even say I dislike it. I just think it's okay. I I feel like it kind of rounds out your perspective of the movie, you know, cuz it cuz people will like poke holes that you didn't see before or that you purposefully you Yeah. Know, had, or just turn it off. Blinders. If it's going to make you like, oh, I'm so mad. Oh. Just skip to the next episode. Yeah, just skip to the, yeah. <laughs> Where I'm sure there's no fans of the next one. But. <laughs> Here from our sponsors. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, right off the bat, it's, it, it lets you know this, this ain't your grandma's superhero movie. <laughs> um, yeah. Though I, I will say that if, if a movie, if there was going to be like an R-rated superhero movie that kind of like kicks off this trend of darker R-rated superhero movies, it would... I'm not surprised it comes from the X-Men franchise. Because the X-Men franchise has always been kind it's of like... darker edgier. Darker edgier. Exactly. So it makes sense that it's coming from this and not like... Even like the DC stuff. Mm-hmm. You know? And not to say that there weren't R-rated um, superhero films before this. Mm-hmm. I think I think Punisher was R-rated. Watchmen, of course, was R-rated. Um, mm-hmm. But this one was like uber successful. Yeah. yeah. Um. Like this movie single handedly is the reason is single handedly the reason why the movie Logan exists. Mm. That like you yeah, know what I mean? Because like there are edgier like super movies, you know, like like Kick Ass. Like I mean, it, it's kind of silly to put in this category, but Scott well, Kick Ass was something that they but, had thought of no, before, no, but, and it didn't uh, make a lot of money. But, That's why they were worried about. Yeah, it. yeah, but like Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Like uh, you know, there's there's some stuff, you know, so it, it's possible. Mm-hmm. It did not happen, but it's possible. It's possible. <laughs> um, Maybe the second one will, will be better. Deadpool two. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe because it's I. Uh, I don't know. I've never seen it. Maybe We're gonna it? see going forward, except for Logan. I haven't seen any of them. Oh wow. So and I mean, there's not many more left. I mean, after this, there's about five more, and of those, I've only seen one of them. <laughs> okay. Four or five movies. <laughs> um. So, um, I would say that this movie is at its best. Doesn't mean it's great. 
but it's at its best when it's focusing more on the comedy. Like, I feel like the movie and the trailers and all the marketing mm-hmm. pitched a a dark, a dark comedy, a dark comedy that happens to be a superhero movie. Yeah, where if anything, it feels like it's in the reverse. Yeah, like it's like in reality, it's really a superhero movie with dark comedy in it. Yeah, like I really wanted this just to almost be like a dark comedy. Yeah, that has super that, but it's like about the, a superhero. Yeah, the superpowers are secondary. Um. So I feel like it's at best when it is a comedy, um, but it's pretty meh when it's just a regular it movie. It is. It is. I would say the comedy is is pretty profound and like Pro- profound. Profound. I don't know. Are you, I don't profound think I, like 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 life changing. No, like like <laughs> poignant. It's what do you mean? <laughs> Shut up. Okay, the I would say that the comedy is pretty, you know, poignant. It's not the best. I, what, there were no belly chuckles to be had, but there were some. Ha! Mm. You know, because it's it's very. You liked the pegging scene. <laughs> you liked the pegging. What are you scene talking about? In the val- when the, the the sex montage. Oh, that was like my favorite part of the movie. <laughs> the the sex montage. Yeah, I thought that was very fun and. Creative. Well, because you're a dirty pervert. Yeah. No, <laughs> no because I was literally the best yeah. part of the movie. Don't don't look. Don't get any what? ideas by the pecking scene. I'm not. I'm not doing anything. I'm just saying. I like the that Lent scene the most. The Lent scene. Yeah, that's my that's 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 my fantasy. <laughs> Sitting around, fasting, giving up something, oh my reading. Um. So is the implication that they're giving up sex for Lent? Yes. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um. No, but I. You know, it's it. It had some kickers, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. It wasn't. It wasn't belly chuckle. It wasn't like you know a stand up, a really good stand up special. It was just like some ha, like can't believe you said that out loud, but we were all thinking it type of things. So yeah, and I'm yeah. I'm honestly surprised. <laughs> I I as the movie went on, because like I'm very attuned, like. Like, when you're watching a movie that you've seen before, mm-hmm. but the other person hasn't seen before, you're, like, very aware of how they're receiving the movie. Like, I don't know how it's possible. Also, okay. But I, profound, oh, interrupt me. Sure, yeah. Profound what, what do you want? does not... Well, you do it to me all the time. <laughs> I do. So. I'm sorry. I do. Uh, reverse sexism. Um, profound means very great or intense, so not necessarily life-changing. It could be, but... I don't know, but what, is, what do you mean by profound and poignant? The 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 remarks are very profound in in the I don't know how you would call it, but like not anti culture, but like like calling calling shit out basically. Like observant maybe or like No, but more than observant, like I don't know. We'll figure it out. Maybe over the course of the next two hours, we'll figure out what you mean. Because I don't think you mean profound. Because yes. profound sounds like it's like, I had a profound religious experience. No! <laughs> like, it was just the... No. Okay, what was I even going to say? I don't even remember. Thanks a lot! I'll, I'll find some examples. No, no, please. Just, fo- just focus. Just focus. Continue. Um, Please. But it's, it's... I don't even know. Like, I feel like... The big problem with the movie is the editing. Um, like, a lot of times when they'll do jokes, like, the jokes just don't land for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, in the split second after the joke is told, I'm like, that's funny. But then, like, the way they edited it, 
like then after a split second, I'm like, oh, maybe it's not as funny as I initially thought that joke was. <laughs> like I'm talking like this, like my my neurons, like on like a microsecond level. But I think maybe that like the way they edited it was more for like, like I don't I, maybe it's just a personal thing. I don't like when movies they specifically edit it for room for laughter from the audience. Hmm. Um, because a I think it often hurts the pacing, and it's a little presumptuous. Yeah. That they're going to laugh at your line. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay. And so I'm saying, and the reason why I feel this way is because, like, for example, like the, the opening action scene, like, a lot of those jokes are in the trailer. Mm-hmm. The trailer's edited so much better. The jokes land so much better. Yeah. And then watching in this movie, I'm like, uh. Like, because, again, I didn't really know anything about the Deadpool character. So watching the trailer, I was like, oh, so Deadpool's thing is, like, really quick, smart remarks. Mm-hmm. Whereas this movie feels, like, very sluggish. You know what I mean? It feels like a little... Like, it doesn't feel... It doesn't have that energy that I was kind of sold. You know what I mean? Um, Not only... But we can't just talk about the comedy. No. We also have to talk about the violence. Oh. I... I... Whoa. (laughs) When I saw that guy, like, get splattered on the freeway sign, I was like, whoa, this is not like other Marvel movies. Yeah, this ain't your grandma's movie. Like, but I think that's kind of like the whole thing. Um, can you stop looking up examples of profound? I can see you studying I, it in the reflection not, of your glasses. I'm, I'm not. I'm, I'm reading. I can jokes. tell you're not listening to what I'm, I'm saying. I'm reading the 30 funniest Deadpool quotes. How about you? How about you do this before we record? <laughs> so I'm not just talking to myself. If I wanted to talk to myself, I would just go into the bathroom. And close the door and, do what? and talk to myself in the mirror. And what else? Um, I'll get a unicorn like Deadpool in this movie. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's very violent. Um, though I feel like uh, Logan ends up being way more violent. I feel like. Uh, yeah, I, I guess like realistically violent. Whereas this is kind of like not cartoonish, but it's like kind of over exaggerated like. Would a body really splatter against a freeway sign? I don't know, but I never. I can't. I can't disprove it. <laughs> I guess. At the, I don't know if that's ever happened at, in the at, history of ever. At the right force and velocity, I suppose. But, um, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know. Wow. Um. <laughs> there is no need to mock me just because I cannot produce my profound thoughts. Okay, but that, that would be... that would My be profound, profound thoughts in a more <laughs> elegant way. Or eloquent. Um, but... Yeah, it's kind of like... It, 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 it likes to poke fun at the X-Men franchise in general, which is fun to see if only just because we've been watching all of them. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, but, oh, I know what I was trying to say. Like, like the vibes I was getting... Oh, here's what I was gonna say before you interrupted me before. What? Like, I can tell if someone how someone's enjoying a film or not. Okay. Watching, if, like, I've seen it, you haven't seen it. Creeper. But I. Creeper. <laughs> Why are you watching me and not watching the movie? I'm. I'm not. If a, if they say a joke and you don't laugh, <laughs> I have an idea. Watching. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. I'm just pulling um, your. I'm just yanking your chain, man. And you say I'm just pulling your dick. <laughs> No. Just yanking your wiener, dude. I'm <laughs> just pulling your toe, man. I would say that this is a more vulgar episode because it's the Deadpool, but we've been very vulgar this whole all these episodes. 
Um, but you know, what I'm saying that I could. T- I'm surprised you didn't like it more. Is all I'm saying. Is that I'm su- that was all I was gonna say. I'm surprised. Yeah, like me certain too. things, especially like the jokes. Me I think too. it's because of the way it's it's edited. Like the jokes don't land. I think the jokes on. If I was reading the script, I'd be like, okay, that's funny. Yeah, that's funny. And it's like, oh, okay, on to the next thing. Yeah. Um, and again, a little bit lamp shady. Um, yeah, and again, it's like I it's, think that's fine. I thought that was funny, even though you don't like it. Well, here's like, I don't mind it in a vacuum. What I mind is like when it's like, hey, these kinds of movies, they're kind of dumb. It's like, no, I really like these movies. You know what I mean? It's my problem with like a lot of things. It's like, I'm not a big fan of subversiveness just to be subversive. When it's like this thing, this thing that we're trying to benefit from financially, it's really stupid. And you like this stupid shit, don't you? You stupid fuck. Okay, it did not come off that way, but it No, was, I'm saying that's why I don't like things like that funny, in general. It was like funny when he was like McAvoy or Stewart, like, you know, yeah. like pointing out um, the inconsistencies. Mac- McAvoy. Oh, what? What did I say? McAvoy. Oh uh, yeah. Mac- we had a whole debate in expert first class <laughs> okay, about McAvoy or Stewart, you know, kind of making fun or poking fun at the inconsistencies of the film franchise. Um, also, I wish there was more of that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Also, I like the, it's a big house. It's weird. I I only ever see two of you. Almost like the studio couldn't afford another X-Man. That was a good joke, joke. I thought that was funny. It, it is funny, but it's, I, for some reason, it just doesn't land. I don't, I don't know what it is. It's, I think you summed it up earlier well, where it's like, I can't even put my finger on it. Like, I don't even know what doesn't work about this movie for me. But actually, there are things I know what that they don't work. But just something about the whole like oeuvre of the film. You know what I mean? Oeuvre. Yeah. Well, it's, Aura. Uh, no, no, oo- no. Oeuvre meaning um, the works of a painter composer. Oh, this isn't really. That's not. Really no. Right, yeah, you don't know words, and you make fun of me for not knowing words. I, so basically, we are Al in terms of being blind to what the real problem of this movie is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I don't I don't want anyone to think that I'm ableist because I I also made a a wheelchair joke and a uh You're not a good track one. record. But like I I feel like it's so for me it's so normalized that like it's to the point of like we can poke fun at it. You know what I'm saying? Like like at least Al we, the movie makes fun. The we movie pokes all fun have at a disability of some kind. Mm, no. Oh, well, most people have, a lot of people have disabilities and throughout one's life, one may become disabled or at least be temporarily disabled. So like, in my mind, I'm not like, Haha, you're, you know, in a wheelchair, you can't walk. It's like, you, you know. You just did that. We just, I just saw you do that the other day. No, I did We were walking that. down the street and there was a poor little girl in a wheelchair and you went, hey, hey, you're in a wheelchair. Can you stop? Because I don't think your sarcasm reads very well. You're very worried. The Reddit trolls. I mean, you're really worried about like people coming up. The four people listening to this. No, I'm like, just saying that like. Maybe I just recently got a job. I think she's very worried that one of her coworkers no, is going to find just, this shut podcast. Up. No, I just, I, it's just so like normalized that it's just like, you know, it's like, oh, you're wearing a really ugly shirt today, you know, to like a normal person or like. The movie, yeah. the movie makes fun of it, yo. You know, like, it's, it's, I don't know. I, I don't know. It's never at her expense. I, I feel like... It's just like, jo- like just, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I feel like, 
you know, t- well, technically, I um, under the Disabilities Act, I do have a disability, as do you. So, you know, I just feel like in order to... Uh, my ma- disability is a super ability? Same. Um, I'm just saying that... Of ADHD, you mean? Or your spine. Yeah, I have scoliosis, everybody, but I don't think that counts as a disability. Okay, yeah, but you have like a metal rod in your... Anyways, <laughs> stop interrupting me. You sexist prick. So, um, you know, I think in order to normalize it, you got to poke fun at it. You got to be able to poke fun at it, right? Mm-hmm. You so, got to. I don't know. All right. You, you did damage control. You're good now. All right. Let's go. Um, I just wrote down. I don't know what this is. Really not that funny for a lot of it. <laughs> I don't know if that was in reference to the jokes that don't land or just the parts that just like aren't even attempting to be funny. But I guess it could apply to both. Sure. Um, and that's like my big problem with the movie is that there's like whole swaths of the movie that just like aren't even trying to be funny. Mm-hmm. Like it's just like generic super. I wouldn't even say superhero tropes. Just like generic action movie. Like you know, like like him in an evil lab, and then him it got a rescue oh, girlfriend. That was like, entirely so unsanitary. Like the. The whole yeah. movie, well, not the whole two movie. Two out of ten. The movie gets two out of ten. <laughs> the, the hospital should have been, or the, the lab should have been cleaner. <laughs> no, but like the hospital, <laughs> but then also like their, the the bathroom later on when he's like throwing a fit or whatever. Um, well, I guess justifiably uh, because his girlfriend has been um, kidnapped. But. Um, What's well, supposed to be like like the seedy underground. Yeah, it's you know like what I mean? seedy. I don't, I don't think, I, I've never been to a strip club. No, um, not the strip club. That's the bathroom is in the strip club. When he's freaking out about talking to her? No. That's like that's like eight mile Eminem level. That's fine. That's whatever. Oh, what that, bathroom are you talking about? That's to be expected. The one in their apartment. I don't know. The walls just look dirty. <laughs> they need to scrub it. <laughs> get get a, get the old toothbrush and start scrubbing the I walls. Mean, I'm sure that's part of like the production and the mise en scene and like. Uh, well, actually, this is part of my trivia. I think they just found a gross ass apartment. That oh. was just hadn't been lived in for for years. Or that. So they, yeah. No, that's a joke. I'm being oh. sarcastic. <laughs> See, yeah, you, you really need to stop with the sarcasm because it does not read. Well, yeah. So how could sarcasm read? It doesn't have eyes. <laughs> I'm I'm Deadpool. They should have cast me as Deadpool. <laughs> yeah, you think you're such a fucking comedian. Um, how do you feel about the explanation for his name in this movie as compared to X Men Origins Wolverine? Where it's like, in that movie, it's like the pool of all the dead mutants that they've killed. It's like a Uh, a pool of all the genes. Whereas this is more true to the comics, but as opposed to in the comics, it was, um, in the comics, it was the patients at like the lab who had a dead pool. Mm. Who was gonna, who of them was gonna die first? Not, not the people at the bar. Oh, okay. Not the bar. Um, I mean, I think both are okay. I feel like the first one's kind of a little silly, so... I don't know. I thought I thought this, the way that it happened was a little bit on the nose for me and like a very meta. But um, yeah, I think that's an interesting idea. You know, like yeah, like I don't mm-hmm. know. So <laughs> the the whole like dead pool, like the betting part, mm-hmm. not the not the pool of jeans part. Mm-hmm. That one seems a little silly, but the the mm-hmm. execution. Of the gambling Because everyone knows you can't just have all these jeans in a pool. Because you can't get jeans wet like Shut that. Shut 
Ah. <laughs> I'll be here all week, everybody. What are you doing a large load of laundry? Yeah. <laughs> then I'm only, baby. Um, so we're introduced at before, like, um, uh, or should I say after? Because there's a lot of like non-linear storytelling in this. Um, so we kind of see, we kind of get introduced to Wade Wilson, like pre being Deadpool. He's like a like a former special forces guy. Yeah, yeah. He's now a mercenary, kind of with a heart of gold. Um, you know, but he's still, he's got the, his, uh, Deadpool's nickname in the comics is the Deadpool, his nickname in the comics is the Merc with the Mouth. Um, (laughs) so he kind of, he kind of has that vibe. He's, yeah, they do. Yeah. Yeah. So he's, you know, he's, he's, uh, you know, he's cracking joke. He's cracking, he's cracking yolks. Um, then he meets, (laughs) um, he meets Vanessa. Yeah. Um, his, in the bar, is she? What is she? She's like a stripper she's like a waitress, prostitute. I think maybe she was a prostitute because she it kind of implied that. But then, like, I think it more than implied. I thought the but, whole point is that she's a prostitute. Oh, I guess so. Well, I, I thought. I don't know because they were all joking about their backstories and like it was kind of funny. I hope also, I hope she wasn't molested by both of her uncles and they took turns. What if it was more than two? Jesus Christ! <laughs> no, but the, I guess now she's a waitress in a strip club. Now, whether she too is, but that's a, later a, though. A I don't know if that's stripper. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I don't but, know. Why don't strippers oftentimes like they like double up? So it's like when they're not stripping, they're waitressing. Not always. I, again, I've never been to a stripper club, so <laughs> not always. And I've I've also seen this this lady on TikTok and like. She she basically like wears lingerie as a waitress, mm. not not at a club, but like um, booked, like she gets booked mm. or whatever. Um, so yeah, I don't know. It's a fluid industry, I suppose. I wish I could just be a host at a strip club. Yeah, that'd be pretty awesome. Just being like, or like the DJ. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to the Stanley cameo, his oh. most raunchy cameo. I believe that's where the stanley cameo is i mean obviously he is a person he is a human a a it's like seeing your grandfather it's just i I just think of him as a sweet little old man and then here he is djing at a fucking strip club yeah but but anywho so (laughs) wade and vanessa fall in love they're both fucked up um which is why they're grab they gravitate towards each other kind of like us um, and, no. and we have this great holiday, this montage of all these different holidays where they have sex. I uh, love that. That was the best scene in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, they, they are pretty it's funny. It's hilarious. <laughs> the, the mashed potato eating the food for the Thanksgiving one. <laughs> the, the vampire teeth for Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> Again, Lent makes me laugh a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah. Chinese New Year. Oh, yes. Chinese New Year. Oh, and then... <laughs> Happy International Women's Day. Oh. <laughs> that one. <laughs> I think he was very scared for that one. <laughs> he was like, nope. Which I don't understand because Deadpool is canonically pansexual. Is he? Yes. Is that... How is that mentioned in the comics? I don't know because he's attracted to everybody. Okay. So he should... He should love that. Well, well, this movie. Okay, just because you're pansexual doesn't mean you have to like anal. That's true. That's true. I'm not. <laughs> I'm, not I'm not pansexual. I don't know. Just because you. I've never been to a strip club. Okay. Just because you can be. This has nothing to do with that. <laughs> just because you can be attracted to any um, gender or orientation or anyone like anyone 
doesn't mean that you like doing well, the deed everywhere in every hole. Well, this movie kind of does the thing where it's like, anal rape is funny. <laughs> what? Um, She's not raping him. No, He's consenting. No, no, I know. No, I know. But like the idea that like it's funny to watch men get things shoved up their ass. <laughs> well, he, when they're presumably not into it. Okay, well, he willingly shoved that ring pop up his ass, so. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm saying it's like a real problem in movies, though. Is like, especially like comedies, like the joke will always be about like, I don't, I can't go to prison, like, I'm too pretty. Yeah, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, like it's don't, act- don't drop the soap. Yeah, like, it's actually, like, I watched like a whole video about this. Like, it's actually very pervasive. Like, it's some of my favorite movies. Like, there's just jokes about like men getting raped. It's a lot of it being about getting raped in prison. That's why they're your favorite movies. No, 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 no. How could I, I, me, someone who's never been to a strip club, how could I love movies like that? Little old me. Little old me. Yes, I'd, I'd go to church. What, what I, is sex? <laughs> what is the sex they talk about? Um, But something I noticed with this movie that I also wish, like, because Deadpool, like, the character, the concept, however you want to, like, define it. Like it's such it has so much personality mm-hmm. that I wish the film visually reflected that. Mm-hmm. Like it's very visually bland. <laughs> like I'm not a big fan of the super wide aspect ratio. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. I know it's controversial. It's that here's here's my little mini rant. <laughs> it's not that I don't like that aspect ratio. It's that I don't think a lot of people use it well. And oftentimes I think they shot with a wide with um a bigger aspect ratio and then just artificially put black bars on the top and bottom to make it look more cinematic, mm-hmm. which makes the image look more claustrophobic. Like something like Lawrence of Arabia, literally the film stock was wider. Yeah. Like you're literally capturing more visual information it's as opposed to like... literally hot dog shape. It's literally a rectangle. Yeah. So <laughs> like I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if this movie was shot... And, like, the actual aspect ratio would just fill up our whole TV screen. But then they artificially put black bars on the top and bottom to make it look like the wider... Well, duh. Um, they didn't have a big budget, so... No, but know. why even add... The, it just... I'm saying... But I'm saying to artificially do that, it just makes your image look really claustrophobic because you're not actually able to fit in all that visual information. So, um, the story's not well-developed. Do you really think <laughs> that they were thinking about these things? Well, I mean, they should because Deadpool, I think, is really interesting character. So, I think they should have also... The color's really bland. Like, this is, like, MCU-level color, like... Yeah, I mean, to me, it kind of red. I feel like it should have been more, like, like... Uh, excuse me? Oh, I was actually... You interrupted me, so I'm interrupting you interrupting me. You took a pause! Anyways... I uh, was swallowing! (laughs) And that's not... That's not... What did he say? He's like, this isn't something I say... I don't don't normally say this, but don't swallow. (laughs) (laughs) Um... Well, now you made me lose my train of thought. Okay, good. Anyway, what I was saying is, I feel like this could have been, like, Into the Spider-Verse before Into the Spider-Verse. Like, oh, a live-action version. You know what I, I mean? Like, it. Oh, it, to, fine. Sure, go for it. Yeah, to me, it kind of read, like, the Tom Holland Spider-Man movies, but, like, really raunchier. But, like, raunchier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know what? It's actually That's funny you say that. That's how I describe it to someone. Dude, it's funny you say that. Deadpool In the comics, Deadpool and Spider-Man often team up. Mm-hmm. Because Spider-Man... They, they haven't really been able to capture this in the movies, I feel like. I think the closest is maybe the original Andrew Garfield Spider-Man movie. Okay. But um, Spider-Man's whole thing is he's kind of like, like always got like a funny quip. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like he's like always like, he's like a smart mouth. He's a smart mouth. He's a smart Alec. <laughs> um, so Deadpool is kind of like the, has always kind of been like the raunchier version of that. Yeah. Um, so in the comics, they team up quite a bit. Ah. Um, 
and so hilarity it's, ensues. It's it's just double the the double the the, the goofiness. The smart ass quips. Yeah. Nice. Um, but I feel like <laughs> this could have been like into the Spider Verse and like being really colorful, being very visually distinct. Like mm. still live action. I'm not saying anime, but like more like just more visually stylistic. And I think it's not surprising that it's not because nope. the director you know what I mean like Well, I mean they do the they do the like slow motion stuff. Well supposedly what Fox liked about this guy's like prior directing okay. was like it was very epic and cinematic. Yeah, yeah. Which I feel like are just really annoying buzzwords for movies. Like how about like a vision? <laughs> how about like a, a director's perspective? How you know what I mean? Like I don't know. Like like and you know that's why you put the black bars that's like every like high school filmmaker like adds the black bars like <laughs> But it's like, but you didn't shoot it like that. So now people's foreheads are just cut off. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, yeah. And it's just, I, I don't know enough about cinematography to like accurately describe it. It's just something about like literally the way the visual information is captured. It just yeah. doesn't look, it, I just don't like the look of it. Yeah. I think it has to do with like lens. Like if they use anamorphic lenses, I think is like, okay. Or like the, anyway, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I mean, this is, we're getting a little inside I, baseball here. I sorry. Think, I think that would be kind of weird if it was like filmed with a fisheye. That's not what anamorphic lens is. <laughs> it's just a slightly... The, the lens just... Anyway! <laughs> no, actually, you know what? It would be perfectly in line with a Deadpool movie to be shot with a fisheye lens. <laughs> like a 90s... It'd be, like, really funny. Yeah, like a 90s grunge... Uh, just, like, a video. really wide... Yeah, like a like a 5 millimeter lens. Just, like, really wide. That could be funny. Um, But, yeah, this is a pretty generic villain in story. Mm-hmm. Um... I don't, I don't care for the villain at all. Like this feels like an MCU movie. Mm-hmm. Like, he, like the what quips, are, what the are the his credentials. How did he? How did such a sexy man? What is his motivation? Like, He's just evil. Become an evil scientist. Yeah, and also slavery? Question mark. Super slaves? I thought like, we were done with that. Yeah, like I thought. What is it? There's an underground market for for superhero slaves. <laughs> yeah, is there an underground railroad for these mutants? To no. Escape? <laughs> Just the existence in general. I'm like, geez. Which is kind of funny because they, I'm not this. I mean, obviously, slavery is a horrible stain on our country's history. But no, please continue. I am with, okay. with, No, in in Logan, there kind of is an underground railroad because the kids try to escape to Canada. Is like the whole thing oh, in Logan in the, in the mountains. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, wait. I thought they were in Mexico. And they escaped to Canada. They traveled through the whole United States of America. I I guess so. I don't know. Oh my goodness, that's a lot of walking. Um, but yeah, like I just don't really like care about anything that's happening, and the humor isn't strong enough for me. Like if 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 someone told me, okay, you have this movie, it's like insanely funny. It's it's so well written. The characters <laughs> so well written. It's a very generic story, but it's just it's just a vehicle so we could have this this humor, mm. and it was really strong. I would go, okay, okay, fine. Mm-hmm. But the I don't think it's funny enough. So a lot of it is just like, it feels like the humor's in service of this weak ass story a lot of the times, as opposed to the story just being there. Like, like I'm going to contradict everything I stand for as a filmmaker. Like, I almost wish that the story was just like there to fuel the humor, mm. but the humor isn't strong enough. So like the story is basically just non-existent. Like, what's the story structure here? Like, it's so... um. It's not paced very well, I feel like, where it's like, you look at like traditional story beats, like inciting incident, call to action, midpoint, like these, 
these things, like, they're not hard rules. Mm-hmm. And even if you have them, it's not hard rules. Like, it has to happen exactly at the midpoint of the movie. But, like, generally, like, with, like, some statistical, like, margin of error. But this movie's inciting incident happens, like... These inciting incidents should probably come, like... Well, it's because it's not linear. That's why. I think it would do well if it was linear. Or at Maybe, least be yeah. a little bit better. Yeah. Because, like, that's that's something really hard to pull off. And, like, mm-hmm. even sometimes watching Pulp Fiction, I'm like... Mm, what the fuck? So... But that movie works because it's non-linear... But it's very intentional. From different perspectives. And it's all from different perspectives. Yeah. And it's and you're giving the information like there is an emotional arc, right? So it like it makes sense even though it's not all told in the in the chronological order. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um whereas this, this is a piece of trivia. Oh. The reason why they structured the film this way is they didn't have enough money for three different action sequences. Hmm. So they basically just did like the same one. And just start... Because they wanted to start the movie with an action sequence and have one... Like, they wanted to have these three different action sequences. Mm. But they couldn't afford three different action sequences. So they just shot it as one action sequence and then, like, divided it up. Um, but, like... And, like, interspersed, like, the backstory. Mm. Um, which, I mean... I feel like there is a way to do that, but also be linear. If, like... I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree. I, mean, I don't think... I think I understand where they're coming from, li- but I could literally, see... Like, literally, if it's just, like, B-roll, like, because there's so many voiceovers, like, you know. Yeah. I am not a fan of the voiceover. <laughs> I, I don't think... I'm I'm usually not a fan of voiceover. I think it's usually a cop-out if, in a film <laughs> because it's, like... Uh, like, it, I've seen it done very well. Okay. But oftentimes, it's just there because you don't know how else to show... Like, it visually? Yeah, you don't know how else to get this information across, so you just yeah. go, like... And I guess this kind of works because it's Deadpool, like, breaking the fourth wall. But, again, I think... But at that point, I wish, like, they really, really took advantage of it. But, like, it's, again, not particularly funny. Yeah. Well, to me, that doesn't... That doesn't say breaking the fourth wall because I feel like a voiceover is more omniscient. Um. So... Like, the whole breaking the fourth wall thing is more a visual aspect. Um, not mm-hmm. not so much, like, an auditory, like, situation, if that makes sense. I, I see what you're coming from, yeah. Um, but I just don't think it, it does the film. I don't know. I just... <laughs> people were talking about this movie getting... It should get nominated for Best Screenplay at Whoa. the Oscars. And I was like, you gotta be kidding me, right? Like... <laughs> I think it was nominated for, like, a WGA screenwriting award. Oh. I think. Um, I could be wrong. And someone, you know, what's really cool about the internet is that I could look it up, but I'm just not gonna. Um, okay. But uh, I talked about the editing. The jokes don't always land. His voiceover. Jokes don't always integrate into the story well. Ajax villain is bland. I'm already, like, halfway through all my notes. <laughs> the Ajax villain speech is bland. Like, why is this exactly the process? Like, I like I don't, I don't understand, like, the like the concept, almost. Like, what do you mean? Like... It's very simple. No, but, like, what's the process here? Like, why are they doing... Like, why is... Like, we were saying before, like, why is Ajax doing this? Like, basically... Well, his motivation... Uh, money, I guess. I don't really know. That's what I'm saying. But, I, like, I understand that they're gonna get turned the, into super... Sl- I understand that. Oh, you, you understand, like, the mutation part? Yeah, yeah. I'm just okay, saying, yeah, like... Yeah. Like, this just feels, like, weird, like... 
I don't know. Just something about, like, I feel like they could have written it in a way that feels a little more organic. It just feels, like, very just, like... Can't even explain it. I'm I'm dumbstruck. I'm st- I've been struck dumb. Okay. Also, I I don't like that his skin is that way, but like he wasn't burned because it looks like burns. You like, know what? I remembering this movie. I thought he looked like that because I remembered the explosion. Yeah. I thought that's why he looked that way. Like I forgot that it's just him. Just, but but what is that? Just dehydrated skin. But then or not, I have no idea. Not dehydrated, but like. On deoxygenated skin. See, that's what I but thought. Like, but then, but then Ajax is like, "Oh, it's like your mutations kicking in." I think it just means like because now you have this mutation, you look funny. Uh, well, that doesn't make any sense because Logan also has regenerative properties, and he doesn't have like a, a body wide skin he, deformity. He's the the singed penis now. <laughs> he is, but like permanently. Yeah. Yikes. Um, also, I love when he came out of the ash with his little like rotten head or whatever because he looked like a worm he did he did look like a worm because the ash looked like soil <laughs> um i'm sorry i have not been describing the plot at all um him and he asked vanessa and Miriam, yippee whatever and they find out his terminal cancer i don't think they really say they just oh, like red so random is that that happens in the comics i i don't know that was that just seemed a little i actually don't know that yeah. seemed like a one-off that seemed a little weird but whatever okay also i've I, i've never seen are, do x-rays show your cancer in big red, uh, like, blotches in your x-ray? Um, I think with an x-ray, there isn't any color, right? It'd be, like, black Maybe and they white. colored it in. I guess so, yeah. With, like, a Sharpie. <laughs> I don't know. Because, like, if it was... I've like, never had cancer, so I don't know. <laughs> if it was, I, I imagine, like, having x-rays myself, like, all the, the solid pieces, like, bones or masses or whatever, are, like, white blotches you know and then like the rest is black mm-hmm. so may- maybe yeah maybe they just like highlighted it like because the big white blobs of cancer wasn't enough so they were like red bad red <laughs> bad <laughs> um anyway so then he gets approached by this by this fella who, who basically uh, tldr is just like let us do experiments on you, turn you to like have superpowers and you'll get cured and whatever. Also, I- so he agrees to do it because he doesn't want to, you know, leave. But then he finds out it's actually like they're just going to use him to be a like a super thing. slave. Yeah. And then he's able to escape by, by being awesome. <laughs> okay. And, and I, I would like to say that like, I am not opposed to alternative forms of, uh, you know, medicinal things and medications and whatnot but you know there are natural ways of trying to alleviate uh either the symptoms or you know eradicate it entirely for uh you know uh what are they called tumors and like cancer and stuff and one of those options i don't think should be uh, that shouldn't be on the table is is Going to a seedy underground uh, hospital to get experimented on by and get injected by some you. random dude. But you look he's a hot random dude. Yeah, but it all just seems like like that's not really the way to go. Maybe like maybe like drink some baking soda water or something or like Harry Krishna. <laughs> I don't know. Well, do some cupping. Do some do. <laughs> Do some like uh, what is it? Acupuncture? Anything else besides what you did? Mm-hmm. Ivermectin. 
<laughs> Literally anything. Sorry, else. I don't want to get labeled with COVID misinformation. I don't want to. What is that? Ivermectin is like the horse like medicine that they were that people were oh. taking to <laughs> like it, it cures COVID. Oh my god! Don't say COVID. Oh, sorry. Polio. Um, say polio. Polio. No, but say it cures polio. It cures polio. But say it like you said it the first time. I can't. It's a lie. No, but I'm gonna edit that. <laughs> Why? Because we can say COVID. We can say COVID. No, because stop. COVID exists. I know, but I don't want to talk about it because then it's gonna get a thing. No, it's only if we talk about things about COVID. We can say the word COVID. Anyway. Whatever. Um. So Deadpool, he escapes and he's like, I have to go find Francis, aka Jax. Um. <laughs> like the soap. Like the like the soap. And he goes, there's this fun little montage of him killing people, whatever. And I think, again, this movie's the best, but it's, like, quick, just, like, jumping around. Deadpool getting his, like, one-liners. Um, him trying to kill the guy with the Zamboni is great. <laughs> that was funny. Uh, that, that might For, be, that's, like, one of the funniest jokes. He's going to die minutes, by a Zamboni in about five minutes. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then we finally catch up to the modern day. The visual gag. The visual gag. Well, see, see that's, that's, that's the good stuff. Yeah, see, they should have done more. Um, so then we get, uh, we get back up to the present and yeah. he finds Francis, but then Colossus and Negasonic Teenage Warhead show up. That's to, a fucking mouthful of a name. I really hope they changed that. Oh, I, I don't should. think they do. Oh, geez. I think that, I think actually, I think a piece of trivia is like, <laughs> they, like Fox gave them like a list of potential people they could include in the movie that they haven't yeah. already used in other X-Men movies. Yeah. And they picked that character solely because of the name because they thought it was like ridiculous what? um okay. it was from the comics no i'm sure it's just like um everyone... anyway they show up and uh colossus is like you're coming with me <laughs> and he puts them in like a uh also in handcuffs funny and then... how this movie points to the inconsistencies of the other films with uh mcavoy and stewart but then doesn't continue with the consistency of like a seemingly american kind of thinner um yeah. build well Colossus is meant to be russian no i know but i'm saying like they they themselves well another piece of trivia have contributed the original actor like they were gonna they offered him to come back to be like the, the body double yeah but then they were a CGI over, like just use his reference and use a different act voice actor. Okay. So he was like, I don't want to do that just to get replaced, both visually and my voice. So I just won't do it. <laughs> um, but he cuts off his hands to escape because he knows it'll grow back. And we get to see his little baby hand. <laughs> it's like those little pencil toppers. It's like, like from a few yes. years ago that were like so big and people use it for like Trump in the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> Because Trump is very, that was, very sensitive about his his hands. That size. was very weird. It was funny, but he's it kind of was like the weird. uncle. He's kind of like the uncle, and it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Who's really self conscious about his hand size. <laughs> um, the creepy. He wears like the really big, oversized like hands, like hand like <laughs> gloves. Um, but anyway, um, basically, then Deadpool. He's like, he's like, be a good guy. He's like, no. Well, no, he finds out that they're going to go after his lady. So he's like, we have... Oh, because they call... Because they go to the bar looking for Deadpool. Francis goes to the bar looking for oh, Deadpool. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So then TJ Miller, who is also a shitty person. He didn't direct this movie, but... Who, who is that? The bar yeah, guy? 
um, based off the character in the comics, Deadpool, one of Deadpool's like psychics, Weasel. <laughs> um, his man in the chair. His man in the chair. Yeah. Um, he tells Deadpool like they're going after Vanessa. So Deadpool's like, shit, I gotta go find her now and tell her, but she's gonna think I'm ugly, whatever. So she's working at a strip club, uh, and then she gets kidnapped. This is a very boring story. I really like, like it's like, it's literally pulling teeth to get me to read the, this like, plot outline right now. Like, I'm it, just like, it makes sense with the way that the story was delivered. Like it's seemingly like something so superficial would, you know, like deter Vanessa because like their whole relationship is basically just sex um but no they go their first date they go to and do the ski ball no i know but i'm saying like there i feel like there wasn't a lot of uh like there wasn't enough development in terms of that emotional connection to like you know i don't know at least he felt that like yeah like it seems silly that like as soon as she as soon as he gets cancer she's like very quick to like not give up on it yeah and like they you know she agreed to marry him so they're you know, theoretically engaged and like, you know, she, she's in it for the long haul, you know, cause you don't, you know, divorce someone just because they look like a singed penis anymore. Um, so, you know, it just seems silly that he was so self-conscious for that uh, yeah. for years, apparently to not confront her. Yeah. I just assumed it was maybe like I thought a, it was, a year, maybe tops. I, yeah. I thought it was months. like three, six months, maybe. I don't know, but like, damn. Years. Sorry, I was young. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Oh my. Um. So anyway, now he's like, "Shit, I gotta go rescue her." Mind you, like the movie's almost over. There really hasn't <laughs> been a story at all. <laughs> like, if I wrote down the story, you'd be like, "That's like maybe like, like maybe like a half a story." <laughs> now that I'm thinking about it, I feel like. It is two halves of different stories, if that makes sense. Like, I've it should have been just how he got his powers, like an origin story or whatever, or you know, showing a little bit of that, and then being all about his relationship with Vanessa and like trying to save her and stuff. Um, Which, you know what's interesting? Another fun piece of trivia. Oh. Uh, but it wasn't in my. It, I didn't write it down, so I didn't think it was interesting enough. Mm-hmm. But since you brought it up. Okay. Originally, okay. there was kind of a debate, like internally, between like, do we want to just do like a Deadpool story or like a Deadpool origin story? Mm-hmm. And then they kind of settled on like doing both. <laughs> no, because like originally, I think the writers just wanted to do like a Deadpool story, but Reynolds felt it was important to like show like where he comes from. Yeah, like with Iron Man and stuff. And I almost wish like I'm almost like excited for the second one more because like then we could just like do like now we've gotten that out of the way. Yeah. And I don't think she's in the second one, so it's like none of that stuff. Oh, so literally none of it matters. Okay, great. None of it matters. <laughs> um, So uh, Deadpool's like, I gotta, you know, he calls up uh, Colossus and Negasonic. Actually, no, he doesn't call. Oh, yeah, he goes to. He goes to the house. He goes to the X-Mansion. That's when he says the thing about, like, not being able to, to afford. To more, which is like literally true. Like, they wanted to have more X-Men characters. Yeah, I in the bet. Studio. It was like, no, we can't. Like, I think they wanted to at least have a Wolverine cameo. Yeah. Um, which, funny enough, this is the first time Hugh Jackman does not appear. Hugh, how much um, money were you asking just for a little cameo for them to not be able to afford you? Um, probably a lot. <laughs> just literally two seconds of the movie. Like, <laughs> like fuck off. Or <laughs> like, go fuck yourself. And then like, how much do you get paid for that? He's like, this is an R-rated movie, so you could say it more than once. Yeah. 
Um, that's the life, man. Getting to charge millions of dollars just to just to come just in to have fight. your yeah. face on a screen. Yeah. <laughs> um. So anyway, they go to the final fight, but he forgets all of his guns. And I think I read somewhere the what? reason why is because again for budgetary concerns. So mm-hmm. they like wrote it into the story that like that's why he couldn't have like all of his like awesome guns and whatever. <laughs> but and there stuff. was a whole sequence of them gathering the guns. It's I think it was. I think they were like, well, if we can't do it, we may as well have a fun. <laughs> we'll make it a joke. Oh my goodness. I guess. And I guess that's like kind of funny, but. Yeah. Um, And then we get to see Negasonic Teenage Warriors. Fucking love. I'm sorry. I'm a simp for the fucking yellow jumpsuits. I love them. <laughs> I, I, especially seeing the deleted scene from the Wolverine where we get to see like the, the Wolverine yellow mask. Oh yeah. yeah. I fucking want to see this movie so goddamn bad <laughs> with all these yellow jumpsuits. It looks so cool in this movie. First class, the Wolverine. <laughs> I'm tired of just like black trench coats and like generic like body armor. This ain't the Matrix. Um. Anyway, they do so. Yeah, this is. I feel like we got a lot of lampshading in this like this final like fight. Yeah. Like, you're like oh, do the superhero landing. Do the superhero yeah, landing. Yeah. And it's like, I'm like, just because you call out it being stupid doesn't <laughs> like if here's the thing. If you wanted to, if you wanted to satirize the genre. Hmm. D- over exaggerate things and let it speak for itself like okay. like have like the most exaggerated over the top superhero landing ever yeah like as opposed to someone acknowledging oh look they did the thing that you guys know isn't that really stupid how in all these movies they do that yeah like like instead I, of that just like just do a funny gag I, don't yeah. just comment on like isn't that stupid that's what i was thinking that's is like if they th- that they should have added a gag to like interact with it um to like, like imagine I, I know what's landing. coming, so I'm going to do something to, you know, like, basically, like, knock her down or whatever, like, you know. Like, imagine a super, like, like, just off the top of my head, you could do something where it's, like, superhero landing, but then, like, ripples, like, all the way around the world or something. Or like, or, like, they do it and they just, like, break their hands. Like, I don't know, like, <laughs> literally just do anything, just, like. Or it's like it's like hard for them to get up because it's he was like oh it's hard on the knees you yeah know? like I don't know just like if you're gonna like I don't think those are good ideas uh, especially yours that was awful but I, <laughs> I'm just joking it's just a one off but, from- but but I'm saying like I would rather you like if you're gonna satirize these things like do it like in do cleverer it. ways than just acknowledging that they're dumb yeah like uh, but anyway so they um, have this big fight that adds nothing. Uh, they have this big fight and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, uh, then Deadpool gets stabbed with the skull. And this is very out of the blue, but it, like, <laughs> it's great. Like, we start seeing the cartoon characters because he's like, head, because he's like, we've been stabbed in the brain. But that's what I'm saying. Like, things like that are great. Like, if the movie was not, I'm not saying if the movie had more animated characters, but I'm saying if the movie was more stuff like that, I think it would be a lot better because it would, it would play into like, like, I feel like the allure of a movie like this from me mm-hmm. is, like, anything being possible. Mm-hmm. But in this case, the anything being possible is, like, the crazy, sh- inappropriate shit he's gonna say. Oh, the yeah. crazy violence. Like, no, I want, like, just crazy situations. Yeah. Like, on paper, this movie is nothing special. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's it's oh, it's the novelty of him swearing, I feel like, got old back then for me. Yeah. And I think it <laughs> has gotten old now. Like, it is not as innovative now yeah the violence the 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 group like the vulgar the vulgarity mm-hmm. um the r rating yeah i feel like we've kind of like that novelty has kind of run its course 
Yeah, um, I thought that part was. There's been a lot really of R-rated. Weird. What was that? Oh, I thought that part was really weird, but I think because like it wasn't all ridiculous, that like it made it even more ridiculous. I literally was like, "What the fuck is this movie?" Like, yeah. <laughs> um, but all, all I was gonna say is because we've had not just a lot of R-rated superhero films since then, mm-hmm. but also a lot of like mature R, like if they were movies, they'd be R-rated um, TV shows. Superhero, like, um, uh, like watch well, the Watchmen HBO show, uh, The Boys, which oh, is also yeah. very like gritty and yeah. like, uh, not irreverent like this, but like very violent and very like yeah, yeah. dark and gr- it's grim, <laughs> you know. So, I'm saying, like, going back to him watching this now, like, I think the novelty is kind of worn off. Like, okay, you got decapitated, like, all right, like, you know what I mean? Like, like, I'm kind of <laughs> used to it now, yeah, because, like, in my headcanon, like. Tony cusses like you know it's like I don't know Tony Stark yeah like he just it like like basically that's how he is but like a like not as um like outgoing I guess or like bombastic as Deadpool so it's like okay like I already know this kind of um like care not character but like um personality type you know um mm-hmm. so yeah yeah um, there could be more. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, the revelation that there's no cure feels like it should have been way earlier in this story. Because you're right. It basically so makes dumb. the whole. It makes the whole thing. Because then there's no story structure. Like, 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 because that would have been like a good like midpoint reversal. Or like, or yeah, like, you know because what I mean? then like, it would be his emotional journey to like try to, um, you know, accept himself and show himself to Vanessa. That sounds yeah. better already. But yeah, that was... Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of silly. He was like, you believe me? Yeah. Ah, 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 ah. Um, so he, then he's about to kill Ajax and then Colossus. Four or five moments. <laughs> uh, the Colossus voice actor is not good. I'm sorry. I do not enjoy... I'm sorry whoever plays him. Your performance <laughs> is pretty bad. And I'm not saying like, oh, because it's like goofy. Like, it's just like, I think it's a bad performance. I don't think it's funny. I don't think it's, it's just line reading is weird. It feels like this whole moment feels like a college humor. Like, you know, like the YouTube channel, college humor. It feels like a college humor sketch. Like the whole thing, like the quality of the acting. And then when he shoots him, he throws up and he's like, why? Although why is he throwing up? He's an X-Men. They fight people. I think, I think I read that Colossus has a thing against blood. Like he doesn't Uh, like seeing blood. Well, then why didn't he throw up when... When Deadpool's blood splattered on him when he cut off his own hand. This is great. These are great questions. Though he's a gentleman, he makes sure we can't say Gina Carano's nipple. <laughs> Her little transphobic nipple. Um, that was funny, yeah. Anyway, so he finds Vanessa and she's understandably pissed that he like just left. Because he like didn't say anything. He just like left. That one. like one Yeah, day. yeah. Um... And he's like, you'll find me ugly. And then she's like, no, like, I'll sit on your face. It's beautiful. And they <laughs> fall in love and, and the movie's over. And I feel nothing. Uh, yeah. the, the credit animations are kind of funny. Yeah. I I know this is a lot of people's like, like, I don't know if people's opinions have changed. Mm-hmm. But I, I remember when this came out, like people coming out being like, I mean, I'm not. I'm not talking about like people at my screening, like verbally saying this. I just mean like the like the, the like the, the, the kind critic. of the online like reaction was like the, the, the best superhero movie I've ever seen, like the best. And I'm like, this isn't even the best X Men movie. 
You know what I mean? Like, I I don't know. I think it's, I think it's a, I wouldn't say it's a bad movie. Yeah. It's just, it's okay. I think. It's just, it is really... highly overrated. Yeah. Then and now. I think even at the time, but especially now, like six years later. Because it came out about this time, it, it came out around Valentine's Day, which I think was, I thought uh, was kind of funny. Like they kind of put that into their marketing. Like, yeah. like, like take, do this as a date night. Like, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Like, yeah. I remember that. Um, um, and they kind of, I don't know if this is specifically referencing that, but like in the movie, like when it's like, I know what you're thinking. My boyfriend said this is a superhero movie, but that guy just turned that guy into yeah. a fucking kebab. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? So it's like, I bet a lot of people like took, maybe like went like on a date to go see this, like on Valentine's Day or whatever. And, like, yeah. Um, I, I think it, it kind of suffers the same thing with all the X-Men movies is like, you don't know if it's going to be good or bad. Um, and also the material is a little bit more complex than than other superheroes just because it's not like like a typical superhero what do you mean complex um just like in trying to i guess deliver deadpool in oh, a oh, wait hold on oh, i had to fart okay go <laughs> oh my goodness um, basically, like, they can't do what they would normally do for a regular superhero. You know, it's a little bit more complex. It takes uh, a little bit more thought. It, it, it requires you know? a little more work to make this character work. And I don't think they... Did. And, I, I see what you're saying. And, yeah. And so I don't think it, it just... It just kind of was on the... They can't fall back on, like, a good old, like... Like, there yeah. are things about, like, I don't even want to call them cliches, but, like, there are things in, like, a, like a regular superhero movie that you can kind of fall back on. Yeah. To, to give yourself a sandbox mm-hmm. to then do other interesting creative stuff. Yes. Whereas this has to, like, kind of reinvent the wheel, so to speak. Yeah. And I don't think they, I don't think they do a great and, job, like, yeah. doing that. No. Like, yeah. Um. <laughs> no. <laughs> let's do some trivia. Okay. Um, this one's kind of sweet. Oh. Um, through the Make-A-Wish Foundation, oh. uh, 13-year-old Connor McGrath, a terminally ill fan from Edmonton, I have no idea where that is, um, requested to attend the special event for Deadpool in January, because uh, the film came out in February, mm. which turned out to be one of the two special screens in New York and Los Angeles for the fans. He couldn't make it due to the severity of his illness. Oh. Ryan Reynolds heard the, his story. Traveled to Edmonton and surprised him with a private special screening of the film. No. Reynolds said the boy was the first person ever to see the film. They kept in touch until Connor's passing That's a so few months later. Reynolds paid tribute to him on his social media pages. That's so cool. Um, during a talk at Google, Ryan Reynolds revealed that the taxi driver character Dopinder was named after, quote, a really cool guy. <laughs> End quote. He knew in elementary school who died when he was hit by lightning. What? It was meant to be a tribute to him. That That's... That's one in a Why is this movie surrounded by ch- child death? What do you mean? What? The boy, the cancer boy. Oh, yeah. Uh, excuse me, the boy with cancer. I don't know why I called him cancer. <laughs> <laughs> with cancer boy! Uh, I don't um, know. Uh, Ryan Reynolds was allowed to keep his Deadpool costume after filming had completed. Um, technically, he didn't ask to, nor did he give anyone the chance to take it from him. When 20th Century Fox found out about this, they honestly didn't care and just let him keep it. <laughs> um the opening credits was originally a placeholder but he found the parody uh but tim miller found the parody titles funny enough to put that in the movie um uh we already said that um 
Okay, this one's funny. When Deadpool saws up his hand and blood sprays in Colossus's face, he says, Are you there, God? It's me, Margaret. <laughs> this is the title of a coming-of-age novel by Judy Bloom, wherein the central theme of the story is a teenage girl getting her first period. <laughs> what? So that's why he says it, because he's getting so, the blood. So he's, he's, he's well-versed in children's literature. This is pop culture. Well, that's like a famous, like, Are you there, God? It's me, Margaret. That's like a famous, <laughs> like, um, like, children's book. Um, or like, coming-of-age book. Um... This one's funny. Ryan Reynolds. Why in Reynolds? <laughs> what is that? Love <laughs> Ryan Reynolds' wife, Blake Lively, um, has often found herself on planes where Deadpool happens to be playing, which she compared to torture because of the love scenes. Um, she said that their daughter hugs the screen and says, Dada, thinking it's FaceTime. <laughs> As he's fucking another woman. Probably other parts of the movie. <laughs> Uh, there are plans for for cameos from various other X-Men, including Hugh Jackman as Wolverine, but the studio denied all of them for being too expensive. Uh, Stan Lee jokingly said that his biggest complaint about his cameo is that he didn't get to spend enough time with the attractive actresses playing the strippers. <laughs> they should, that they, dog, him. He should have been surrounded by ladies. He should have been getting motorboated. <laughs> Or I guess he would be motor. He wouldn't be doing the motorboating. No, yeah. That's no, he would be doing the motorboating. He wouldn't be getting motorboated. Yeah. Because he would just he just has flat, probably hairy white. Old man. Titties. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, upon further inspection of the Deadpool list in Weasel's bar, with the exception of Weasel's choice of Wade Wilson and Wade Wilson's Jay Booth, who is like the other guy. Yeah. Uh, the rest is, of the is names. Is he supposed to be important? Like... No, I maybe he's someone from the comics. But I don't know. But yeah, because they mentioned him by name a few times. I don't know. Uh, but the names are famous celebrities, including um, Bill Cosby, oh. Charlie Sheen, Yee, as in Kanye, Kanye. <laughs> uh, Vladimir Putin, Ryan Reynolds, TJ Miller, Lindsay Lohan, Miley Cyrus, Kid Rock, Mike Tyson, Judd Nelson, <laughs> Lil Wayne, Shia LaBeouf, Ned Beatty, Rob Liefeld, Oz- Ozzy Osbourne, Amanda Bynes, and Arnold Palmer. Wow. Um. Wow, <laughs> that that's a collection. Um, and Arnold Palmer, how fucking <laughs> random! Out of all those people. <laughs> um, in in June 2010, this is gonna be interesting. In June 2010, Robert Rodriguez mm-hmm. uh, was approached to direct. Oh, but he turned it down for Spy Kids 4D all the time in the world. Yeah. To to make the fourth installment. Of his Spy Kids franchise, which we will most surely do eventually. Uh, duh, yeah. I've never seen Spy Kid 4D, Spy Kids 4D though. I think that's the one with Jessica Alba. Yes, yeah, and, and yeah. Joel McHale. Uh, yes, yes. Uh, the word "fuck" is said seventy-nine times. Wow. Uh, I already talked about the reason why the movie was non-linear. <laughs> um, and then finally, and most importantly, for an X-Men movie, <laughs> Wade Wilson. Slash Deadpool, aka Ryan Reynolds, spends thirty percent of the movie nude. <laughs> what? I yeah. I don't know if that's true. It was so funny when, like, after the explosion, he was fighting Ajax or I guess Francis. Um, we, you know, and he was in his little hospital gown, right? But I guess the hospital gown was getting in his way, so he just ripped it off, and then he was just a fully butt ass naked singed penis. Well, I read somewhere that 92% of um, American adults are naked under their clothes. <laughs> Why are you like this? <laughs> I'll be here all week. <laughs> um, so 
looking at the reception of the film, it was very positive. Again, like I said, some people saying it was like their like favorite superhero comic book movie ever. Yeah, um, yeah. Which yeah. at the time I thought were grossly exaggerated. Um, or not not the reports of that being people's favorite films, but just like the fact that it was even their favorite film, I think is like that reaction's a little bit over the top. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Rotten Tomatoes has an 85%, okay. um, which is pretty strong, especially for X-Men films. Um, yeah, yeah. Are, are we doing something wrong? I don't know. Well, <laughs> you know what, though? But here's the thing. we Everyone has their opinions. No, but here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. Here's the kicker. You ready? You ready for the kicker? Sure. Rotten Rotten Tomatoes, <laughs> as as the Brits would say. Um, again, as we know, it's not saying that the average score. No, I is know. 85. No, but that's what I'm saying. So technically, we would be part of that 85. percent Oh. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, I mean, I would still think it's a net positive movie. Like, mm. I don't think it's a bad movie. Mm. So, but technically, by that metric, I would be part of that 85. percent if I was a critic and that was game, you see what I'm saying? Interesting. Um, it, all that means is that 85% of critics Had gave a it a positive review. Was, yeah, so yeah, I yeah. look at Rotten Tomatoes less as a judge of quality and more like Rotten Tomatoes is good for before you see the movie. Okay. Like well, it's a statistical analysis. Like of this sample size, 85%, there's an 85% chance you will have a net positive experience. Okay. Well, the letterbox score is also in tandem with the rotten tomatoes yes yes well i'm not there yet i'm not (laughs) there yet the the rotten tomatoes critic consensus is are you ready yeah are you ready yeah drum roll please (laughs) fast funny and gleefully profane i kind of disagree with all those profane as in profound hmm interesting Continue. No, that don't mean the same thing. <laughs> profane means inappropriate. They're they're cousins. They no, that's profanity. Yeah, that's what do you think? What do you think the adjective of profanity is? I don't know. Just go profane. That's funny and gleefully profane. <laughs> oh, that's profanity. <laughs> um, that's funny and gleefully profane. The the fourth wall busting Deadpool subverts superhero film formula with wildly entertaining and decidedly non-family friendly results. I do not think it's wildly entertaining. And profane is certainly the adjective of profanity. No, it's not. That's okay. what it is. If something's profane. No, I'm looking at it right now. Well, the first, as an adjective, they both are in regards to religion. But the verb yeah, profane, is, But it has come to mean like vulgar, like because like if you say something about religion, that's like inappropriate. That's where no, it comes from. No, but the verb is to treat typically something sacred with irreverence or disrespect. So... But that's yeah. what something. That's what they mean by. Pro, that's what. That's what something, profane. That's what something could be profound and profane. But that doesn't mean they're the same thing. They're pretty similar. They're, they're not. They're cousins. They enjoy Thanksgiving together. Prof, prof, I'm sorry. I I'm sorry for everyone listening. You're gonna hear our marital dispute here. That's just <laughs> that's just incorrect. I'm not gonna let this go. That's just, that like you're just saying things. They're just. <laughs> Actually, objectively wrong, and I won't stand for it. Profound and profane are not similar at all. Yes, they can both apply to the same thing, but profound does not always mean profane, and profane does not always mean profound. But I think in this instance, it does. No! The movie's not profound at all! Profound means, like, enlightened. No, it does not! I read the the definition to you earlier. Look up Merriam-Webster. Look up Miriam. Call them. Call Miriam and Webster. Who is Miriam? Um, anyway, we, anyway. We do the letterbox. Okay, yeah. So it has a score of 3.7, which I think it... <laughs> yeah, I called you a fart head. 
Is that because I farted earlier? No. Um, and I don't know. I, I personally wouldn't give it that high of a score, as, as you'll hear in my in, when I give it a rating. Sure. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't think it's... I, I just think it's it's vastly... No, excuse me. I think it's just vastly overrated. Um, so, why don't we do favorite... Oh, go on. Go on. Hmm, third, tell us. Tell us, please. <laughs> the third definition of profound on Merriam-Webster, the, the website, is very strongly felt... Yes, but it doesn't always mean profane. Because something can be strongly felt, but it's a positive thing. That's what I'm trying to say. No, I know, but I'm saying in this instance, I was using it to describe how profound the, the, you know, quips and jokes are. So you strongly felt those jokes? That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Did you strongly feel those jokes? Did you strongly feel those jokes? I felt that they were... They originated from strong feelings. No, that's, that's what I'm saying. No, to, no. no. As, as opposed to. I'm like Wolverine. No. Stop. You're going to make their ears bleed. Um, as opposed to an observation. Someone's got my back out there. Anyways, <sighs> continue. I'm done with this. Well, no, I'm going to tell you. What's your favorite part of the movie? The profound humor? No, my favorite part of the movie is the sex montage and Al because she's funny. She, and and she, what? Al. Oh, Al. I just said owl. No. I was like, where was there an owl? Al, the old black lady. Al. She's, she's blind. I like. I, I wonder like, if it's short for Alvin. No, probably like Alberta. Albert. No. <laughs> uh, for me, my favorite part is. I think it's going to be the Zamboni gag. Okay. Um, just because I, I just like Zambonis in general. It's a funny word. It is a funny word. Um, I think, if my memory is right, I think for like my dad's birthday one year, we got him like a plush Boston Bruins Zamboni. That's very strange. I. And very funny. Okay. It, it It's pretty profound. It is. Um, I'm sure it was for him as such a strong Bruins fan. I bet know? he wept. Yeah. Yeah. But if he didn't weep, then it wouldn't be profound because he didn't have strong feelings. Okay. <laughs> you can have strong feelings without weeping. Okay. Um, Viviana, after this episode, we have some homework to do. <laughs> what? Because we're going to talk about ratings and rankings now. Oh, mine's very simple today. No, no, no. But but hold on. You need to redo your ranking <laughs> because your scores do not reflect the ranking. Oh. So after this, so so I'm not. we're not even going to do the ranking right now for you. No, but we can. Oh. I can rank this movie. Oh, where'd you put this? A five. A five. Okay, but okay. So, what do you? What? Where do you place it in your in your ranking? Is what I'm saying. At the bottom. At the very bottom. You think it's the worst X Men movie? Yeah. I mean, it's it's you know it's a movie, but it's it's not. It's a movie. It's not horrible, but it's just you know it's not really my cup of tea. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm gonna give this a six. I think it's still a net positive. I don't think it's mediocre. Cause for me, like a five is like mediocre. Mm-hmm. Like I, I wouldn't say it's soulless. You know, that's like, you know okay, what I mean? Okay. Um, well, so then at that case, it's like, those don't really mean the same thing, but sure. Yeah. Mediocre means like, just like, yeah, that's it kind of does soulless. Yeah. Like it has no soul. Like it's like, no, yes. Like what I mean by that is like, it's like mediocre. Average. Stop looking up definitions. I can see you getting ready to type. <laughs> mediocre means like bland, uninspired. Like, like it doesn't make you feel anything. It's just like, it just like is nothing. It's just nothing. Just 
moderate quality, average. That's what I'm saying. But that's what that's what soulless. <laughs> no, because because here's the thing: a really bad movie, someone really cared about. Do you see what I'm saying? Like like the the badness is like is like so like it's almost like fun. But that's why the, that's like the whole genre of like so bad it's good movies. Like like you know what I mean? Like those movies are like so bad. That they become entertaining because the artistic choices are so strong. They're horrible, but they're strong. Whereas a mediocre movie is just like I, I feel nothing watching it. Do you know okay. what I mean? Like, okay. so like your soul, like fried green tomatoes. So you know what I mean? So your soulless. Basically. It makes me feel like I have no soul. Sure. Okay. Okay. Sure. And it, it, it is not profound. Is sorry, what I'm trying to sorry. Say. I didn't mean to make fun of you, but um, that was just a weird comparison. Anyways, go on. Um, but so now the question is, looking at my ranking. Mm-hmm. Because, uh... So a six. So the only other movie I've given a six is X-Men The Last Stand. So okay. I have to decide which of these is better. Okay. And this is going to be... This is going to be controversial. Do it. I'm going to say X-Men The Last Stand is better. Yeah. Um, it's just because... It's the one with the bridge. Just because it takes... I think it takes stronger... Makes stronger choices. Um, I think there's better... Like, the highs are higher. The lows are lower. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, honestly, this is, like, almost a five. Mm-hmm. Like, it, I think it's a six, but it's, like, very close. Yeah, that's why I gave it one. I, I know. <laughs> well, you know, Last Stand's the greatest one because, you know, it has blue people. It has the Golden Gate Bridge where he moves it. You okay. Know. Everyone, we're also going to do on air right now, Viviana, you're going to re-rank yours. Because you no, need to do it with the it, actual. Because that's, that's going to that's gonna be later. I'm going to do it. No, but I can just pull up right now. I can just tell you. So, so right now you, wrote it down. you have, I have our scores written down. So what I wanted to do is just like, cause right now you're ranking. He documents everything. Well, yeah, I do. So because <laughs> the problem is your ranking has movies that are a 3.5 or excuse me, like a, like a seven above eight, which makes no sense. Well, <laughs> I think cause you just didn't know what you were doing. Okay. No, because it's a good i i know exactly which one you're thinking about but really because i don't know what i'm thinking about i'm just saying in ge- like just the whole thing in general no because because that one was like objectively a good movie but it was no, not just do it based off for you me. but just do what's for you just do it based just do it for you don't worry about objective or not what so you've given I can't. That's you've given x2 objectivity you yeah you've given <laughs> x2 the wolverine and days of future past all four uh eight out of tens which of the... How would you rank those three? Which ones? X2. Yeah. The, lake, the Wolverine. The Lake one. Uh, the Lake one. The Wolverine. Japan. Japan. Okay. And then Days of Future Past. And Days How would you... Which would you say is the best? Um, Japan. Okay. The Wolverine. Okay. And then... And then... The Lake... Which ones? The Lake and the Time Travel? The Lake. Okay. X2 is more than the Lake. But that's how I remember. He it. has all the stuff with Striker. Yes, yes, yes. And the Nightcrawler. Yeah. Oh, yes, I like. And they did future passes like the two timelines and the stuff. The two timelines. Hmm. Mm. I have to simmer on this one. Go to the you, next. Uh, go to the next one. Just leave uh, those yeah, two yeah, spaces I, blank. Forever, or just for like the next couple minutes? Just, just until I can come up oh, with a solution. Oh my gosh! Okay. Um. So then we have the original X-Men, um, X-Men The Last Stand, X-Men Origins Wolverine, and X-Men First Class. Which of those would you say is best? The original X-Men, The Last Stand's the one with the bridge. Yes, I know. Okay, so The Last Stand, and then... What was the last one? 
Uh, first class. Um, for, so right now you still have left X Men, and then Origins Wolverine, yeah, and true. then First Class. Um, I'll say uh, Wolverine. Uh, mm, uh, <laughs> uh, first Class, and then X Men. Oh, I might change that later. Mm. Um, you can't. This is in stone. No. <laughs> Even though I'm changing it as we speak. <laughs> and then, and then at the bottom, Deadpool. Okay, X two or Days of Future Past. Which you like more? Ah! Um, uh, Days of Future Past, uh, Lake One. Okay. Oh man, this is causing me stress. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cause you stress doing this very low stakes podcast uh, i didn't want to ob- i didn't want to you know uh, what is it called like uh, degrade these movies degrade. by by ranking them degrade them yeah this is for fun you know it's like it's like ranking women it's like degrading you know i love that anyway that's it for wow. this week's episode of now that's what i call a franchise next week we'll be watching the next one in the franchise which only came out like a couple months later the 2016 <laughs> film X-Men colon Apocalypse. Viviana, where can they find us? You guys can find us wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Franchise Podcast. We know you have many podcasting options, and we thank you for choosing us. Peace out, guys. Later, dudes. <laughs>